Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Wilson. You can email the pod at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. What else do I even say in the intro? It's been so long. Dude, I don't know. I, You know what I was just reflecting on is I wish we had the music. Yeah, I know. To, like, play us in. Yeah, that would be really I, nice. I, I, I feel like we don't, we don't get the... We don't get the soothing effect of that, like, I don't know what you would call that, jazz? What is that? Yeah, it's jazzy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's jazz. Okay. If you think about it, Brian, it's all jazz. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think I'm your frazzled host, Brian Wilson, I suppose. And I'm your, uh, like, I don't know, like, under-rested, hungover host, Jay Wilson. Oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, we're just going to cut to the chase here. It's been a while. Last episode we posted was while. November 3rd. Yeah. Um, it is now December 22nd, Jay's super surprise birthday episode. That's not really a surprise for him, but it is his birthday. <laughs> is it a surprise birthday? Um, it's a surprise birthday episode. Yeah. Surprise episode on your birthday. Okay. But the episode's not a surprise either, so I don't really know. I guess we might be surprising the audience by posting an episode. Yeah, I was going to say, it's surprising that we're getting an episode out. Um, But yeah, it is my birthday. Um, I will be driving to Michigan today, though, so I had to move my birthday festivities early one day because of the giant storm that's about to hit. And uh, I also... Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. I was just going to say that I... uh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Riveting. Um, but yeah, so obviously a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. I got married, mm-hmm. went on my honeymoon, came back from my honeymoon, and then we both went to the Driftwood. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of ground to cover. Um, we're going to try to not get too bogged down in silly things like we usually do, because I actually want to report what's been going on in life. Um but yeah, we also don't want the episode to run too long, though, so we're going to try to do speed round. Jay gets half an hour to talk, I get half an hour to talk, and then we're going to cut it off. Yeah. I don't think my my life is going to take a half hour, um, <laughs> which is kind of sad we'll to say. Um, but uh, yeah, because so I, I had a yeah, much less we'd... fun month than you. <laughs> All right. Well, we did a coin toss, and Jay uh, got first possession, so... Jay, your half hour starts now. What would you like to tell the world? Well, first I'd like to tell them what I uh, remembered that I was intending to say earlier, which was, um, and still is, that uh, I insisted we record today, completely mm-hmm. forgetting that I don't have a microphone. <laughs> I just, I've, yeah. been, I've been constantly trying to podcast since we didn't, and then it finally, I, know. Co- I was like, yeah. oh yes, we can, and then it was just like, dude, you don't have a microphone. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, I've really wanted to, but there's been so much going on, and then, yeah, I mean, I'll get to it, but <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, without further ado, um, I had one leftover note from the last time we were about to record that was how to change the world. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't know if that was a joke or not. No, yeah, it was, um, it wasn't a joke at the time. I can't recall specifically, um, one second. Been a while since I used my phone to record. I'm paranoid. Um, I think it was like a book that I saw. Like it was like a thin book that on the front cover it mm. was like titled "How to Change the World." And I was like, 
Has anybody else seen this? Like, I feel like this is pretty big. Like, <laughs> although... It's probably just, like, one paragraph that talks about recycling or something. Or, like, it just... You, they could say, like, do literally anything. Yeah, be nice to people. No, but, like, I mean, like, you or could yeah, just, like, like, kick a rock over there. Like, change the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been changed. It's always changing. Yeah, which that just occurred to me now. Um, so maybe they're just a book of smart asses. I don't know. Anyhow... Um, so, we didn't cover the wedding at all. No, we haven't. Yeah, so, I remember, oh man, dude, being at the beginning of November feels like so long ago. Because I just remember... I I know, right? I remember cresting November and being like, shit, it's November. And I'm like, um, (laughs) because I had like three projects due on November 29th, and then classes like would start to end soon thereafter but then also that was like when graduate applications started to be due so i just remember at the start of november it was panic and i was really scared (laughs) um but then yeah pretty much it was just school i think i don't think i was doing um running really as much i think the season had already ended and uh yeah, don't remember too much specifically from the beginning of November per se, other than like trying to make a dent in the work that I needed to do. But then before I knew it, we were in the middle of the month at your wedding. So mm-hmm. that was a hoot. Um, I <laughs> I flew into Myrtle Beach, as you'll recall. It feels weird to tell you this because you were there. Um <coughs> Yeah, I remember like way way ahead of time, we decided. Oh well, I decided it. It made more sense for me to fly to Myrtle Beach. Like if I needed to get a cab, it still would have been cheaper. Um, yeah, and you and you told me, hey, it's like this much cheaper. Even if I have to Uber, it'll be cheaper. Should yeah. I do this? Will someone be able to come get me? And I said, yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to figure it out. Okay. Yeah, it was like we did some quick math on like, oh, this person's coming early. This person's coming early. Like somebody can come get you. Um, which then, like, I didn't realize, but then, like, it kind of led towards me having to, like, ask around to be like, hey, anybody want to drive, like, three hours round trip to come get me at Myrtle Beach? Yeah, which I guess in, I guess in my head, when we had that discussion, like, it was my responsibility to make sure you had a ride, and then I feel like I kind of just threw it back on you. Because then everyone that I was expecting to come significantly early ended up not coming significantly early. There were still some people that came like a day or two early. Yeah. Which I guess for a wedding is pretty significant in most people's lives. But a lot of our friends are like self-employed or work remote and stuff. So I feel like it's not too big of a deal. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that this flight was like monstrably cheaper. Is that a word? Monstrably? No. I was thinking like demonstrably. Just now. Um, the fact that monstrously? this flight monstrously, or maybe I don't know. The fact that this flight was monstrously cheaper, and like, m- and it was a direct flight. Like I didn't have like a two-hour layover. It was so much better. Um, oh yeah, I think that was lo- like kind of lost in the mix because I think this did become another like uh, classic instance of like the Wilson boys being goofballs and like doing silly things. But it was like. No, I stand by this one. This one, like, this one made sense no matter what. It's just that, like, yeah, it got to the point where then it was at the end and we still didn't have anybody to take me back from the airport. So then it was like, 
we we didn't have enough time to prepare for the for the alternate case where I didn't have a ride from the Air Force, and I feel like it, it was a bad look for us. I think we had all. And the... I don't want to take a... <laughs> I don't want to take away from your half hour, but I want to say a similar thing happened at the Driftwood because we got our rooms on Saturday, and yeah. I traveled in on Friday because we had a vacant room the week before. Um, but originally, my plan was Sydney and I will travel in Friday because the flight is extremely insanely cheaper. Yeah, and. Worst case scenario, I, I know we might have an empty room at the Driftwood, but if not, like, our our plan A is just to get a hotel anywhere near there mm-hmm. with my hotel points, because that's no skin off our nose, and then I'll move in Saturday. But I'm like, if that room is open, then I'll just go there Friday. Yeah. So, like, every, all all scenarios were covered, but then... It, there was some confusion around whether or yeah, there was confusion around whether or not the driftwood room was open. So then trying to sort that out and then who needed to be in what room became a big debacle. And then everyone's like, Oh, Brian didn't tell anyone he was flying in Friday. And I was like, Well, yeah, because it wasn't going to affect you if plan A worked. And if plan B worked, I figured it would just be like a nice convenience for me. Yeah. So that again was I felt like it was well planned. And I didn't feel a need to communicate my personal plan. Yeah. But then it became everyone's issue, apparently. So yeah, I feel another like a bad look for the Wilson brothers. Yeah, it was one of those, I feel like, learning lessons where it's, um, you know, a learning lesson. One of those lessons that you're learning. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like if you're the smartest scientist <laughs> in the world, but you can't communicate what you're doing or, like, why, mm-hmm. then you're not going to, like, be a very productive scientist. It's like... We could we can make our plans, but if nobody knows our plans, yeah, then I can go awry. I always just feel weird, like communicating a plan that I feel like only affects me. But I guess most normal people like to know your plans too, if they're even uh, adjacently involved. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Or anyway. like maybe not involved, but if they're adjacent to your plan, they like to know what's going on. It's like <laughs> how you like to know what your neighbors are doing, even if it doesn't matter. It's like. Something's going on over there. It's kind of <laughs> bothering me. That's why they cut the <laughs> holes in the fences around construction sites. Um, exactly. No, but I, uh, I was, I was actually just reflecting on your wedding last night because my friends at my birthday were asking about it. Um, Ooh. Yeah, but um, I was thinking back, and the things that I first came to mind were like all the food, eating all those vegetables. <laughs> nice lots of vegetables yeah i always who like, was it that said i've ate, i've eaten so many goddamn vegetables this weekend <laughs> either ryan or zach <laughs> maybe both <laughs> it was once 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 one person said it that was kind of the uh, rallying cry of the, for the bridal party or the, the wedding party um yeah but <laughs> yeah it's i always i'm always uh it's funny because i well i always want to communicate like we ate so many vegetables, but I always also try to communicate how good everything was because everything was really, really good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Rehearsal dinner, I think, was uh, right in the fence, but the wedding dinner was just off the charts on all levels. It was so good. Yeah, I, dude, I could, I couldn't enjoy it. <laughs> I, I was, uh, well, no, I, I could enjoy it. I was like, eat, I ate all the food. 
I had a, I had a lot of food. Um, but, uh, yeah, the whole weekend was fun, just being around everybody, but then, yeah, the, the day of the wedding, I was just, like, really nervous for my speech the whole time, and I was, like, not, not, like, the whole time, yeah. but, uh, I was definitely, like, just kind of biding my time and being, like, oh, boy, okay, like, gotta, gotta be ready for the speech, and then, um, yeah, once I gave it, and, like, it went well, I was, like, cool, now I can, like, relax into it, um, Oh, one time I wasn't nervous for the speech was during the ceremony because that was very captivating. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk at all about your wedding ceremony? Like, <laughs> well, I was going to get to it in my, my half hour, but I feel like okay. I feel like it made yeah. So I want your perspective right now. I'll get my perspective later. Yeah. So it was like we were all just like standing around for like hours, as you do before a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um watching fellowship of the ring and eventually like we're all getting more ready <laughs> and like people are showing up and then like it all just happened so fast because they were just like all right line up and i was just like wait really and then like we were just like standing there and then yeah. we like walk out and uh yeah it was i don't know it was just really fun like to be a part of it i guess and it was um i don't know it was just interesting to be like up at the front of the room never had that happen before but, uh, mm-hmm. but then just, I don't know. Yeah. It was like, it's, you build it up as like this big, like emotional event. So then everyone's like very emotional. So then it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like walking down, and I'm like walking towards you and I'm just like, Oh man, Brian. And like, I don't know, I gave you a hug. And it's, but then it's like those, mm-hmm. it's like those moments where you're just like, like, man, like, Okay, how do I how do I impart like this extra special hug? Like, and you're just, yeah, <laughs> like I'm just like yeah. All right, I'm really gonna like hug the shit out of Brian, <laughs> oh, but like maybe, maybe not that hard because that that would be bad if you right before you yeah. start your wedding ceremony. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, and just like standing there and like listening to you and Dad say all these things and Sydney and and I was like, oh man, I think what was it? Afterwards, somebody was just like, yeah, Jay, you were like, you were my stoic face that I was going to go to. And then he was like, but you were terrible. And I was just like, oh, yeah, what you should have <laughs> asked me. Like, I'm <laughs> the Wilson men. Well, like, to, like, to, like, ground themselves emotionally. Yeah, like, I guess, I don't know, that's, like, a thing where somebody, like, oh, it's like, I'm about to cry. Let me look at somebody who's not crying. And then I was just like, I was, yeah. I was getting the, the Wilson mist that we so often do at emotional yeah. moments. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like. Newsflash, Wilson men, non-pervious to emotional events. Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think we become less impervious as we grow older. Yeah, man. Dude, dad, can't trust him. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. No, dad, I was uh, I was expecting dad to be more misty during the ceremony, but I think he was sufficiently like nervous to not be misty. That's what, yeah, me- yeah. I thought the same thing. That's what got me during the speech. Like, I, I was like... I was I was nervous about like getting too choked up during the speech because I would like I remember like writing my notes ahead of time mm-hmm. and like getting choked up writing the notes. Yeah. And then like every time I would start to like give the speech, I'd get like super nervous. And then I was just like, oh, I'm gonna be a mess when it happens. But then like when it did happen, yeah. like I was just like nervous enough to where I was just like, 
delivering the speech. <laughs> then eventually I was not delivering yeah. the speech. But uh oh yeah, is yeah. it for my vows, I would like think about what I was gonna say in my vows on a run. And I would like start to get choked up on the run. Yeah, no. I'm like, oh, jeez, this is gonna be bad. I did the no, I did the same thing. Like thinking about like, I remember brainstorming in Troy, like on runs, and being like, oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so that whole the whole wedding was super fun. It was nice to get to spend time with everyone. It was like a lot of time with everyone. Well, in a weird way, because like, a lot of it, I just felt like flash by and like i didn't get like at, at the actual wedding i felt like i didn't really get to catch up with like any of our family yeah because it was just like it was like the wedding was center stage which makes sense and probably was like mm-hmm. a good thing like that's what it's supposed yeah. to be but uh it was like that was a weird dynamic where it's like i see everybody but like i talked to like not everybody by far yeah i got at least like a one minute conversation with each person but yeah, yeah, which I think is a big accomplishment as far as like your wedding goes. Like a lot of people don't talk to everyone, but we had a small gathering. It was like eighty-five guests, I think. So do you not think too that, much to ask to talk to everyone? Yeah. Do you think like there's any chance though somebody you didn't talk to, like some random person? They're just like, oh, we actually never once talked to this person. I'm almost positive I talked to everyone, or at least I mean, like a lot of people were in a group, so I would yeah. like pop into a group and be like oh hey everybody and like chat with the group and then be like okay i'm gonna go talk to this other group so <laughs> some people i probably didn't talk to directly but like addressed in a group yeah you don't know if you addressed them any words to their person but yes yeah facetime mm-hmm. exactly. um, yeah but then uh no i remember then though um being like well, maybe I can just, like, go to Brian's wedding and not work. Like, I think I might be in a good enough spot where I can, like, not work at Brian's wedding and then come back and be all right. Um, lo and behold, I remember when I got back, there was a particular lab report to do. Um, or no, it was oh, no. It was uh, the last lab report I had, so it wasn't even a report. It was a presentation. So we just had to, like, do our lab and then present the lab, like... Rather than write a report, you present the report, essentially. Um, Interesting. And I get back, and I'm just like, well, I have, like, I was on a team with, like, my uh, friends from school, you know? So I've been doing work with these guys for Mm -hmm. years. Um, We got to pick the groups. And um, I was like, my group's, like, a bunch of, like, rock stars. Like, we're going to be fine. And I get back, and it's like, oh, other group member was in a frisbee tournament all weekend other friend like (laughs) was going through a breakup and went home so he had like a really rough weekend and didn't do anything and then i'm just like ah well boys we find ourselves in an interesting position because this presentation is wednesday and like (laughs) it is now monday um oh boy yes that kind of like kicked off like the latter half of the month of like just grinding work nonstop. um which was really the story until um, I came to Florida on like the what was that like the tenth mm, I think yeah something like that but uh yeah it was um no that was I'm like by far the hardest I think I've done school for the longest like 
it was from when I got back from your wedding to when we left. It was, and especially those last like couple weeks, it was just like wake up, get to the computer lab as soon as you can, and then like stay there all day, and then like leave when it's dark. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> it was just like not fun and really hard. But um, I say not fun. It's not like I was like super miserable the whole time. Um, because I was like doing a lot of this work with a lot of like really good friends and like they made it a lot more tolerable and it was like fun to be around them. But then like eventually it's just like, we've been doing this too freaking long guys. Like this sucks. <laughs> we, um, so it was like, I was simultaneously like proud of like how hard I was working. But, um, but then I was kind of like also ashamed a little bit, not like ashamed, but like, just sitting there and I'd be like, well, just spent like another day, like completely at the computer lab. Like, not sure how I feel yeah. about like that. Cause it's like, it's one, it's like, you never try hard and regret it, regret it per se, but it's like, at no point do I want my life to be that balance. It's yeah. like, was it more of like, I'm ashamed of this work-life balance that I have right now, or was it uh like i'm ashamed that i let myself get in this position not that i'm like ashamed that i let myself get into the position i think it's like i was it's like well it's like and the shame you feel when you're doing any sort of lifestyle thing that feels like not good for you okay i know i know that feeling i got it i got it locked in yeah so i was like (laughs) i'm like my running is coming and going um like i just i wasn't buying like groceries and making meals regularly like yeah it was just like i needed i needed all the time to go towards working and then it's just like okay Mm -hmm. like that's not really how i want to lead my life so it's like yeah not fun to do that like i like it's just um yeah i don't know i think the what might have helped me was if i had decided to like apply to grad school sooner and if i had like i don't know i guess like figured out the process more quickly i don't know but because i was working on it i don't know it, it was one of those things where it's um it's very loosely defined like thing to be achieved so then like actually doing it mm-hmm. was like took a lot of just throwing time at it so it was really frustrating yeah. because then like in this flurry of like being super busy with everything some days i would be like all right i need to like write a personal statement and then i would sit there and like grind out like one page of writing in like a five hour span mm-hmm. and it's like oh man i feel like i should have been able to do this more quickly but like i don't know what's supposed to go into this i'm like trying to get it worded perfectly and like it's just like a huge pain in the ass um yeah i've been i've been trying to accept the mindset of some things just kind of take as long as they're going to take yeah like a lot of a lot of stuff we've been building on the van is uh like it takes a lot more planning than you would think for what you're actually building. Like you're building this tiny little cupboard or something, but you have to plan like all the dimensions and how things are going to fit and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So it's like you sit there for hours planning and then you work on it all day and then you end up with one little box and you're like, well, we didn't get much done on the van today. And I'm like, well, like visually, spatially, no, if you looked at a yeah, if you looked at, like, a timeline of, like, this was going to take this long no matter what. We weren't yeah. wasting time. We just spent a lot of time on, yeah. So yeah. it's... You got a day's it, worth of work. It's, 
done. Yeah. It's me, yeah, trying to convince myself that everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's a finite number of man hours you need to put into the van. And mm-hmm. you, like, took out some of those. Like... Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was, like, really, really difficult. And, um, I don't know, it was coming out on the other end was definitely nice. Um, but even like, I don't know, I got so cranked up during that time that like then coming to Florida, I still had some like loose ends to tie up in terms of like getting recommendation letters for my, uh, applications. Mm -hmm. So then like I was getting those, but I like wasn't under the gun by any means after that. Like all my exams went well. I, um, I had a really good semester academically, but, uh, um, yeah, like getting into Florida, it's like, I didn't, I, in hindsight, the way I felt was like I'd built up like, or compounded, I don't know, like this like stack of like bad vibes. And I just like kind of was holding on to those. And then I just kind of like immediately went to Florida and started building up good vibes. And then like, it's like the bad vibes were slowly going away, but it's like, it took a lot longer to get rid of those than it did to build up good vibes. So I was like having a good time, like loving seeing everybody. But like for those first like few, yeah for those first couple of days it was just like I'm still like jacked from like <laughs> doing all this work, yeah. um. And then like yeah I didn't realize like what was it until like I got back from Florida so I don't well I guess I don't want to gloss over Florida but um I uh yeah I had a great time there it's like it's always Florida's always Florida you know we do the same things every year but. I don't want to like stop doing them mm-hmm. by any means. And this time it was extra fun because I got to bring Kelly. So that was just yeah. like after the month I had gone through, it was so nice to just like have a week to be with like everybody, including Kelly. Because like even mm-hmm. though Kelly was with me at um Cincinnati, it would be like I'd come up from the computer lab at midnight and like hang out with her for like an hour and then like go to sleep and then wake up and go back to the computer lab. Yeah. And it was like so it's like having a week with her, it was just like mind boggling and it was so nice. <laughs> um, and it was just, I don't know. It was, it was very life giving to be around all of you guys. Um, mm-hmm. and I was just really excited to have her around all you guys because we haven't really gotten too much time exposure, um, with yeah. her to everybody in the family. But so that was really yeah, nice. A lot, a lot of quality Kelly time at the Driftwood. Yeah, I don't know if there's a good portmanteau for quality and Kelly. Quality. Kelly? Kelly. Kelly time, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I got some good Kelly time. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so then coming back from Florida. um, Just so you know, seven-minute warning. Yeah, so I'm trying. I'm trying to move quickly. I, d- I don't want to like give short shrift to Florida because it was so nice and like very restorative. But like, there's just I don't know. We don't mm-hmm. do much. Like we d- we played a lot of good spike ball. We had a lot of good food, and like I really enjoyed everybody's company. Like I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, that's pretty much a summary of the Driftwood. Based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, right. Rachel was missed. That that was probably my biggest takeaway. Was that like. It's like, yes, it's a numbers game. They're like having more people from our family, like makes it more fun to be there. But like, mm-hmm. it's like not additive. It's like multiplicative, multi multiplicative. 
Um, it, it was just, like, distinct things were missing, like, not having, like, Rachel and, like, Marissa and Robert mm-hmm. and just, like, all these, like... Anyone that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, you, you start to, like, Jenna, and you just, you think, like, oh, well, like, we still have a ton of the people that we love around here, and, like, it still was amazing, but then it's, like, man, but, like, it, I just, it wasn't the same. Um, yeah. And then some of them were, like, last-minute cancellations. And yeah, which out, was so. hard to take. Yeah, so that made it even worse, but... Yeah, but anyhow, so coming back from uh, Florida, I left my uh, sweatshirt at um, mm-hmm. the Driftwood. So I only had one crew neck sweatshirt coming back to Ohio in like 30 degree weather. Boy. So I had no, yeah. no, my l- warmest garment on my upper half was a t-shirt. I just had t-shirts after that. Oh, no. Or a tank top potentially. But um, so then, yeah, I was very cold. And, like, uh, I came back and hung out with Tommy that night. It was good to see him. And then the next day, I watched the World Cup final at Rachel's house. So that was nice. I got some time with her. And um, and I was hanging out with, like, Aaron and Ben and Greg. But, uh... <sighs> um, <laughs> after that, I finally, like, got in the car, drove back to Cincinnati, and, like, got all my stuff together. Um... But I, like, got on, uh, what was it? I, like, made some food, I think, right when I got back, and then tried to make a plan. And I was like, oh, I still have time to go to the gym. I think I'm going to go to the gym. So I, like, get dressed, and I, like, start walking to the gym from my house because, like, I'm right next to campus. And I, like, was walking there, and I just had such, like, a, like, goofy experience. Just, like, it was was just jarring because I had been there for, like, so long previously just like walking to and from campus like just on this mission uh-huh. of getting this mountain of work done and then i was like in cincinnati yeah. and i was just like not have, being in cincinnati not having anything to do i was just like whoa, whoa. like i was like walking to the gym and i was like <laughs> just kind of like like nervous laughter the whole time like i was just like yeah. i was like giddy i was just like this is wild like <laughs> like i was just like feel like i'm seeing the city for the first time yeah no it was it was so silly like i was just like i was just so like ecstatic <laughs> to be like walking to campus and not be going there to just like do work um yeah but uh so then i like yeah i like worked out and like i was like i just i don't know i had like a self-care day where i was just like trimming my beard Finally got to trim my chest hair. I know that you, I told you that was a big uh, qualm of mine. With the <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I was just like, it was to be in my own space with like time on my hands was like, it was the first time that happened. Like driftwood was fun. But then that, like I said, like I had my bad vibes still. It was like, those started to like tank at that point. Cause I was just like, Oh, like I can like take care of myself again. Um, yeah. Which was nice. But then I immediately turned around and came back home because holidays are happening still, <laughs> mm-hmm. which uh, it's been fun to be home. I uh, we did. I feel like, you know, the way we do holidays now is like that week where we say like this replaces the holidays, mm-hmm. but then we still kind of do the holidays like piecemeal, like whatever we can do. Yeah. And I feel like my birthday has happened the same. So it's like we do my birthday in the driftwood and now like we do my birthday here too, kind of still. 
So like last night. Yeah, you're getting a lot of birthdays these days. Yeah, I'm about to drive to Michigan and have a third birthday. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it was um, it was really fun to have my birthday here too. Just because I don't know. It's like, it just it just feels more special. Like I don't know. I feel like when you the older you get, the more you can understand like just like the moderate amount of fuss some people put in. So even though it's like less of production, it's like more touching. I don't know. But uh, we had some birthday celebrations here. We went out to dinner. I got some presents. I got a nice tool set from dad and like this hoodie from Mary. Mm-hmm. And I got like the ear cuffs that you called me a coward for. <laughs> but uh, no, those are pretty cool. I was jealous. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, then we went to dinner, and then after that, I did my classic, well, I say classic, we've done it one of the year, but uh, Skyline and Bowling. So, me and mm-hmm. some of my friends went to Skyline and then went bowling. And, uh, yeah, I got, like, uh, properly, like, hammered at Chelsea's, and then that was... You should. And eventually, yeah, so now it's now it's technically my birthday, so, like, we were at Chelsea's at midnight, and then there was, like, happy birthday, and, like, that was fun. Um... And uh, probably drank more than I should have uh, the night before a, a four-hour drive. But, you know, we, it was my birthday, so. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Speaking of your earrings, I noticed, you, are you also wearing a pinky ring right now? You know, interesting you should say that, Brian. I'm wearing two rings. So oh. I got one in Florida, and then I had the pinky one from Cincinnati, the streets of Cincinnati. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about wearing rings in general. It's like, they seem very like, well, the pinky one wants to fall off for sure. The middle, the ring finger one doesn't fall off, but it rotates. Like, I just don't know how I feel about having like things on me. Yeah. It's like, it feels weird at first. Now that I'm wearing a wedding ring, it's like, yeah, it's weird at first. But then I told you at the driftwood, I'm like, I feel like I could be a jewelry guy. Like Jay as a ring guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Time's up. It's my turn. I feel like I got a pretty good chunk done. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll give you... Do you have any closing comments you really want to make? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Cubs win. (laughs) Cubs win. Cubs win. Well, let's take a little break here just for the audience's sake. They can catch their breath after all of that unloading, and then I'll jump into my stuff. And we're back now for Brian's recap of the last six weeks. (laughs) So... I guess I'll start with my wedding as well, because that's pretty much where we left off. So I have <laughs> my notes. I say wedding. Loved it. <laughs> no great <notes>. event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, overall, it was great. Sydney and I have talked a lot about it. We recorded a whole podcast audio journal thing of like our emotions and thoughts throughout the whole experience and how we felt about everything. We did that like immediately afterwards, which I am very happy that we did because I think it was good to capture all those emotions in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
I should have talked about this when you talked about it because I'm trying to think back to what you said and like address the same things. Um, you talked about how you were nervous about your speech. I was nervous for like literally everything all day. Yeah. Like I was nervous for the first look. I was nervous for the first dance. Nervous to say my vows and like do the ceremony period. Um, and then like we didn't. I guess we never told our day of coordinator, but we weren't planning on doing like a cake cutting and the cake in the face kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But then that happened, and I was like, oh, we got to do this now? And then there's, like, the shoe game. It's, like, basically, I felt like I was the star of a show that I hadn't really rehearsed that much. Yeah. And then it's like, here we go. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you, that, well, so, I, having, I, when I got back from a wedding, that report I had to give, the presentation, <laughs> very, uh -huh. was quite literally like that. <laughs> we, we rehearsed <laughs> yeah. once before, and it was uh, the worst presentation I've ever given. <laughs> Oh man! Well, you're past it now. I got ninety-two. No, they didn't care. Like, it was... but yeah, we got a lot of positive feedback on our vows, which we were happy about because we both put a lot of thought into those. And most weddings I go to these days, people do their vows in private. But yeah, what? we just decided this is all about sharing our love, and we want to do that publicly with everyone Ugh. and then everyone said <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone said that they were very genuine and yeah. like i don't know people liked hearing them no yeah that's so, I, I only people like that i only heard good things about the ceremony everyone said it was very intimate yeah mm -hmm. yeah and how you said you were choking up like i was literally getting like chin trembles like i don't know what you call that is that blubbering I don't know what blubbering is. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think I know, I know what you mean. It's just like your, like, your whole, like, mouth, like, breath system feels, like, shaky. Yeah. So I got that. I think the first point that I got it was when I saw Sydney walking down the aisle. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. But I think I held it together enough to say my vows. Um, we got a lot of positive feedback from everyone on the food, which mm -hmm. we were happy about. Um, the one thing is, not many people commented on the first dance, and we put a lot of effort into learning <laughs> that and executing it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, but what about the dance? Well, that's because, no, Brian, that's fine. good dance looks effortless. Oh, yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was another thing. I was people like, I don't want to just stand up there and sway. People talked about like, the dips. I want to... I wanna... Okay, yeah. So I, one of our friends' weddings we went to, they just kind of swayed, and then every once in a while he would do a dip, and every time he did a dip, everyone would cheer and go nuts. But there was no applause during our dance. <laughs> everyone was enamored. <laughs> Which is a, yeah, it's a dumb thing to like, be <laughs> upset at all about. But no, yeah, I, think I just focus in on you, that. <laughs> yeah, you you know us. Anytime we have a chance to do a choreographed dance, we want to seize it. So yeah, we're performers at heart. Yeah, that was really fun. That's what I kept telling Sydney. I was like, I want our wedding to be a show. I want it to be a performance. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think it went well. Um, oh, what else? But then after, so yeah, all the things I was stressed about all day. But then after, like, the shoe game and after the dance, I think I was able to cut loose. Yeah. So I was able to eat a little bit of the food, and then once the dancing started, I was just like, yes. Like, everything's done, now we can just dance and have a good time and yeah. be happy. And then I think the dance floor was unmatched. Yeah, it was bumping. 
it was an amazing dance floor. The playlist was amazing because I made it. <laughs> yeah. And, well, so I made a playlist to give to the DJ, and I was like, here's all the music we like. It's kind of a lot of different genres. I, like, sorted it into genre, and I figured you could, like, move through the different genres through the night, like, depending on the vibe. And I was like, but you're the DJ, so, like, do what you do best. Yeah. And he freaking nailed it. Like, he did not organize genres at all. He was hopping around completely. Yeah. <laughs> and I was there for it. Until there was one point in the night where Sydney looked at me and said, all right, I'm ready for some hood rat shit. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. DJ, so then play hood rat I, shit. <laughs> so then I went, is, did I tell you? No. To tell the DJ? Oh, well, I went to the DJ and I was like, Let's like let's get ratchet now, and then he played uh, Lil John get, like get yeah like some Lil John like get low or uh, what's the I can't remember the other one but yeah he like flipped a switch and then the dance floor just like went nuts yeah I made a Grant go over and ask for the Friday song that was a pretty good moment oh you did yeah okay yeah that was great too <laughs> that was an awesome moment <laughs> and then uh. Yeah, it was just you had uh, Tina on the floor, you had oh, Paige yeah. going wild, you had Tina. Jovi going absolutely bonkers. Dude, Jovi was Yeah, a couple of my work, work friends, <laughs> um, all of my friends from work had uh, like just gotten off night shift and traveled back to Wilmington and then come straight to my wedding. Yeah. So they were like on fumes, but they were still there for it. Um, yeah, and then I think mine and Sydney's favorite moment during the dancing was actually Mr. Brightside. Because <laughs> there was a moment during Mr. Brightside when, like, a huge circle got formed, and Sydney and I were in the middle of it, basically, like, spinning around. Yeah. And we were, it was just, like, like, so many people, like, faces of everyone from all phases of your life, and seeing all of them and just dancing and singing and screaming. It was like, this is it. This is everything. <laughs> it's what? all right here, right now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was just super nice. I had that same feeling as I was walking down the aisle. Like, um, everyone like turning and looking at me. And I was, it's like, you're just like sifting through the crowd. And it's like, family, Silver Lake friends, Cincinnati friends, Wilmington friends. Like, all of it just hitting like, you at once. Everybody's here. And I'm like, everyone's here for me and Sydney right now to like, for this. So yeah. that was, it was really powerful. I was really, like, just blown away by, it's like a party for you. It's and precisely it's that. It's like yeah. everyone you, every, yeah, everyone you want is there. Yeah, so it was just, it was great. Yeah, was... Again, I say everyone you want is there, except for the people that can't make it, obviously, because that's another thing Rachel was missing from. Yeah. So, yeah, very... A handful of people missing, I suppose, but, yeah. you know. Um, oh, another thing I wanted to talk about is, so after the ceremony, after pictures, we came and, like, mingle with everybody, you know, during, like, cocktail hour, yeah. and that was just, like, such a great feeling as far as mingling with people. Like, you know how to party, it's like, oh, who should I talk to, like, how long do I, and sometimes you get in a conversation and it's like, oh, I don't want to be talking to this person anymore, I kind of want to leave, but I don't, like, have any excuse or anything. I, I guess I feel a lot of social stress in those kinds of situations, but at the wedding, I was like, I'm the guy 
people know that I have things to do and <laughs> will need to talk to everyone. So it's like I would just walk up to a group and be like, hey, and then obviously everyone knows me and they're here for me. So then they, I'm immediately welcomed into the circle. You know, everybody. Say some things. And, yeah, and then I'm like, all right, well, I got to go talk to everyone or, like, got to go take pictures or whatever, and I can just step out of the conversation whenever I want and, like, yeah. no, there's, I don't have to worry about offending anybody or, like, <laughs> any awkwardness. Yeah. It was just, I felt like a social king yeah, so, interaction. So it basically, so just moving forward, you'd like everyone to bear in mind that you're a very important man with things to do. Yes. And that would make your life a lot everyone easier. Everyone just <laughs> always know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too important for this conversation. I'm leaving. Yeah, you just like talk to somebody and then you're just like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Things to do. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> Brian, why do you get so pip, weird pip after your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a married man now. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to talk about is how it, uh, people always say like, oh yeah, we're married now, but it doesn't feel different. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess day to day it doesn't feel different, but it does kind of feel different. And I was trying to put into words how it feels different, and I think it's just like... You're not used to wearing a cape all the time. You, <laughs> Yeah, I have to wear this wedding cape everywhere I go now. Um, but, I don't know, it's like you grow up your whole life, and you look up to adults and parents in some capacity, yeah. and a lot of them are married, and I feel like you couple... Like, being an adult, or a parent, with being married, almost. Yeah. So I almost feel, like, more legitimate now in my life. Or, uh-huh. like, more achieved. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the whole time that you're like, oh, this is my girlfriend, and then you're like, this is my fiancé, and it's like, oh, that's cute. Like, you're almost there. <laughs> and it's now, it's like, oh, this is my wife. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's, he's legit now. <laughs> yeah. So like and then the relationship itself just feels more it feels like more of a commitment, like it's more locked in. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. You know, like <laughs> for for most of it for most of the relationship, I guess, I feel like based on <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna sound really dumb, but I have to say it now that I thought it. Based so Sydney and I both read books about like for men only, for women only, to try to like understand how so women can understand how men think and men can understand how women think better yeah. and just try to like understand each other better. So I was about to say, based on books I've read, I f- I think women feel this way a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> books I've read about women, but uh, there's always like um uh like a background fear of like does he still love me like is he gonna stick around is he gonna leave yeah and that's just like for me at least it feels like that's completely gone it's like there's no more like if something bad happens it's not are they gonna leave me it's how are we gonna work through this yeah and i guess i've thought of it i've thought that way before but now it's just like a lot deeper seated yeah i don't know i guess like if you and i want to pontificate on the concept of marriage for a while it's like uh <laughs> I've, you know, one of us being newly married and the other one being not married. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think a big part of it, or at least like the big takeaway that I've taken from listening to a bunch of people talk about it, is like the like mental commitment, where it's just like mm-hmm. this is like like you and I being together is the only option now. Right. It's that's like, how I feel. Which sounds very unromantic. 
but like it's like <laughs> that like mental like it's like, like a given yeah it's like the absolution of like this like this is the mm. this is what we're doing now like forever it's like being being that committed to it i think is what then like builds all of that like goodness of yeah. a marriage yeah it's and the, it's like in the relationship leading up to the marriage you obviously still feel that way it's like i want to be together i want to work through problems yeah but yeah once you're married it's like yeah like you said it's not a question anymore it's a given yeah, it's, it's like, like we are going to be together how are we going like how are we going to do life together yeah, it's like the act of doubling down and formally committing to each other like enriches mm -hmm. the experience like it's yeah yeah so i really like that but, okay, I've spent a lot, enough time on wedding. Now I want to move into honeymoon, which came immediately after the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard, hard, so I haven't heard we a went, ton about this. Yeah, so broad strokes, we went to Hawaii. We first went to Maui and uh, backpacked in Haleakala National Park. Classic. And then we uh, flew to the Big Island, stayed in a hotel for a few days. Then we backpacked in Volcanoes National Park. And then we stayed at a resort. Wait, wait, for wait a, a minute, days, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then the we first, left. What was the first park called? Haleakala. And the second one was called? Volcanoes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So, first one, Haleakala. The um, trailhead visitor center stuff was like at the top of one of the mountains on Maui. And then. From there, you basically hike down. So you hike down, and you're, like, in all these lava rock fields, and it looks like just absolute barren wasteland, like, different planets. So that was yeah. super cool. But then once you get down enough, you get... I don't know if it's you get close enough to the ocean or you get low enough in elevation, but basically it's, like, the clouds are moving in and there's more moisture. So it becomes very green very fast. Huh. So we hiked through all of the volcanic rock, which was... The second day in Haleakala of hiking was, like, one of my favorites. Just yeah. hiking through this volcanic rock wastelands. I was like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah. Which, rocky landscapes aren't usually that exciting, but I just thought, like, it was one of my favorite hikes. It yeah. was really cool. But, uh... Yeah, you get down to the grassy parts, and that's where the campsites are. You get your little water pumps and stuff. Um... Or they have, like, water tanks that you can get water from. So it was, like, nice campsites. The first campsite was really cool. The second campsite wasn't as great. Yeah. But um, one of my takeaways from the campsites was uh, the national bird, or the, the national bird of the state of Hawaii. Hawaii's state bird <laughs> is uh, the nene. What? So I was like, watch these nene's. Um, <laughs> watch out for but... nene's. <laughs> They're basically fancy Hawaiian geese. Like, they're geese, but they're just the, the form of goose that evolved in Hawaii. Um, and they're, so, at being geese, they're very territorial. Classic. And, of course, all their nests are, like, in the campsites. So, like, we're trying to set up our tent, and these nenes are, like, yelling at us, and then also fighting each other. And we're like, guys, chill the F out. We're trying to set up camp. Jeez. They're, like, yelling at us. So, yeah, they're jerks. And... They deserve to be endangered. No. <laughs> that wow. was mean. But it was. it's funny because they are endangered, but it's like they're very territorial and like always where you want to be. So you're like, are they really endangered? Because they're like, really causing yeah. problems for me. Like you expect <laughs> endangered animals to be like meek and like hard yeah, to find. Yeah, or like rare. Yeah. 
but it's like they're just they're just always in my way. <laughs> It'd be like if mosquitoes so, were endangered. No. You're just like, what? <laughs> like, screw these yeah, guys. Don't like, kill that mosquito. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, so no, that no, was Holly you, you have to brush the mosquito off of you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, then the hike out of Haleakala was the hike that uh in our hiking career has given Sydney the most trouble. It was yeah. It was our hike out was eight miles, and the last three miles were three thousand feet of elevation gain. Yeah. So the last three miles was brutal. Um, Sydney was exhausted. Uh, she was developing blisters again. Yeah. We took more measures to avoid blisters, so the blisters were much much less significant than Zion, yes. but they still happened. So she had blisters. She was exhausted. It was all uphill, and it was one of those uphill trails where you can, like, see basically the whole thing. Yeah, that's rough. So you're just like, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah, we were stopping probably every, like, 200 meters or so, or every, like, quarter mile, maybe, for three miles. Yeah. And it got to the point where Sydney was like, I don't know if I can make it. Like, I don't think we're going to make it. Yeah. And in my head at the time, I was like, well, Sydney... We have to make it. There's yeah. no other option. Life finds a way. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I didn't say that in the moment. She said I was very supportive and very good of like, oh, no, we can make it. Like, we'll make it to that rock. We'll take a break, blah, blah, blah. But we made it out. And it was... When we got to the top of the rim, Sydney, literal tears. Like, yeah. she didn't think she was going to make it, and then she made it. It was like a huge moment. accomplishment. <laughs> And yeah, so that that was emotional. That was an experience hiking yeah. out of Haleakala. <laughs> but we made it. And then we got a few days in a hotel, so that was nice. First hotel we stayed in was our favorite. We splurged and got a corner room with like a wraparound balcony and like Ooh. wraparound window That's wall. Fun. So that was really cool. Um the hotel was in like what felt like a really seedy town. Yeah. It was called a Hilo. It's actually the wettest town in America. Huh. Wetter than like Seattle, like more rain. They get so much rain. Um, so it actually did rain quite a bit while we were there, but not enough to like dampen our spirits. Was it like cyclical? Um, like was it like oh every day around this time it rains? Um, we I don't think we were there long enough to really notice, but somewhat I would say. Yeah. Like like pretty drizzly through the mornings, I guess. I don't know. Regardless, we found a place that sold these popsicles that were super good. Um, nice. Yeah, that was cool. It was, when we got there, we were like, this is just a Hilton that's in, like, a, a gross neighborhood. Yeah. So, like, this is odd. But then it's like, we found a couple restaurants we liked. We found the popsicle place. We found a nice park nearby. And by the end of the two days, two or three days we spent there, we were like, this place is actually kind of nice. It's like, you just need to find the nice places to go. Nice. And kind of be familiar with your surroundings, and then they're not as scary. Yeah. But that was cool. And then we went to Volcanoes. Um, <laughs> the park or just Volcanoes? Oh, we did a helicopter. <laughs> well, we did do a helicopter tour. Yeah. I was nervous about that, man. of the trip. You were nervous about the helicopter tour? Yeah, I was just like, that's like those things where it's just like, it's out of his control and it's like a non-zero risk. I was like, hope Brian's yeah, helicopter doesn't like crash in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the helicopter tour was cool. I think I, w 
I could have done more research to find a cheaper option. I think it was like $600 for the two of us. Oh, yeah. But it was something I really wanted to do. And we paid for so much of the trip with points and yeah. stuff. So I was like willing to splurge here and there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, helicopter tour. We got to look down into the volcano and like we saw some little lava Magma. and stuff. So that was cool. Yeah. So helicopter tour was cool. And then, yeah, then we went to the volcanoes um, we camped at the top one night, car camped, and so we went to the, um, caldera at night, and you could see, like, the glow of Ooh. the red over the volcano, so that was cool. That's cool. Um, but then, and then we went to backpack in the backcountry of Volcanoes National Park, which was kind of, I feel like it was the headliner of the trip. Okay. Because, so we had our plan of, like, which campsites we were going to go to on which nights, we were going to go to three different campsites, and as we were hiking down in, um, a lady stopped us, and we were like, or she didn't stop us, but like we ran into a lady on the trail, we were talking, told her our plan, and she's like, oh, you don't want to go to that site, like the trail to get there is impossible to cross, and we had seen places that like trail is hard to follow, make sure you have a map, blah, 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 and we're like, okay, cool, Yeah. but she's like, oh no, you don't want to go there, and then we were talking to her about this other site we were going to go to, um... And she was said that she goes there all the time to snorkel, and the snorkeling's amazing, and it's like, you, there's coral, like, nowhere else in the world. And we were like, oh, well, we wanted to get goggles, but we couldn't find any, like, nearby, so we don't have goggles. And she's like, oh, that's too bad. So then we kept walking for a little bit, and we decided, we decided not, not to go to the campground that she said was hard to get to. We were going to go to this different one that was closer that the snorkeling was good at. Yeah. And we were like, well, if we're going to go there, should we go get goggles? Like we're like a little over two miles into the trail, but it was two miles like straight down. So do yeah. we want to go get goggles or what? And I was like, how about we just go to this campsite, set up camp, stay the night. Then tomorrow we can hike out, get goggles and come back and snorkel and stay here again. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we'll do that. And we kept walking for a little bit. And Sydney's like, wait, what day is it? And I was like, Wednesday. And she's like, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Everything's going to be closed. We won't be able to get goggles tomorrow. If we want goggles, we got to go now. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so we we discussed for a little bit and then decided, yeah, I was going to go get goggles. So I, we're like middle of the trail, like blistering sun in the middle of volcanic rock field. Yeah. I'm like, all right. There's one little tree. Sydney, you hang out by this tree with all of our stuff. I'm going to take back. a light pack and let's go hunt some orc. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I took my light pack and, like, speed hiked slash ran out of the out of the park back to our yeah. car. This trailhead was down, like, a 30-minute one-lane windy road just yeah. to get back to the main road. And then it was, like, another hour to get to the town where the goggles were. Oh, wow. So I speed hiked out, got to my car, go this one lane windy road. Normally takes half an hour. I got, I did it in 15 minutes. <laughs> so I was flying through there. Yeah. And then, yeah, tried to make a couple stops to be like, do you have goggles? Do you have goggles? And I was like, no, I'm just going all the way. So I drove like an hour and 15 minutes to Walmart. Surprise, surprise. Walmart's a zoo the day before Thanksgiving. So that was a whole debacle. <laughs> yeah. But I get in, get the goggles, um, come back out. It was funny because I drove an hour and 15 minutes for, like, a 10-minute Walmart trip. Yeah. <laughs> Not even 10 minutes. Just went and got goggles and came out and then drove an hour, 15 minutes back. And then 
speed hiked back down to meet up with Sydney. All in, the whole excursion was about four hours. Wow. And I'm like, I got goggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sydney, meanwhile, she used our rain fly to set up like a little shade area. And then shortly after I left, like probably one hour after I left, some clouds rolled in and it was actually shady and pretty nice for her. Oh, nice. So she just got to read for a long time. And yeah. she was like, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So then we finished out the hike, got to the campsite by the time it was dark. So we just set up camp and then woke up the next morning, snorkeled there for a while. And then we decided uh, at that point we were closer to the neck to the campsite that she was like, oh, don't take that trail. It's really hard to get to. Um, but we were like, we're going to go for it. If it's really hard, we can turn around and just come back and camp here. Mm-hmm. So we went to do that hike. Ooh, I'm almost out of time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um. I'll wrap this up then and then I can pick up later. But so we went to hike to that and the trail was very difficult to find. At points there just wasn't a trail. There were uh, cairns or as they're called in Hawaii, ahas uh, to follow. Just Uh those little stacks of rock. Yeah, that's what I, you look for them and you go, aha, and then you go there. But uh, (laughs) so we were following those and there was no trail for a lot of it, and when there was a trail, it was, like, very overgrown. Like, you can't see your feet, and mm. then under your feet, it's like you don't know if there's going to be rocks and stuff. So, Sydney was tripping a lot yeah. and getting very mad at Hawaii. Um, one of the themes of the trip was that Hawaii hated Sydney, and Sydney hated Hawaii, because it kept, like, hurting her, and things kept going wrong. Dude, speaking oh. of which, like, Florida hated Kelly. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Like, Kelly Kelly liked Florida a decent amount, I think, but, like, she got stung by everything. (laughs) Yeah. Stepped on, like, a bee or something, stung by a jellyfish. Something stung her on the foot, a jellyfish stung her on the leg. Yeah. Well, Sydney got blisters. She kept rolling her ankle and tripping on things, and uh, I forgot to mention she did also leave her phone in the Honolulu airport. So, for this this whole phase of the trip, the whole volcanoes and resort leg, she had no phone. (laughs) So that was interesting. But anyways, as we're hiking this really backcountry trail to this other campsite, um, Sydney had one, I, I forget. She had one really bad ankle roll where she was like, all right, we got to take a second. Like, I got to gather myself. Yeah. So we were trying to go slower after that. And then she had another really bad ankle roll where she, like, fell to the ground. So I turn around and Sydney's, like, already crying on the ground and, like, kind of wailing. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> what? Like, did Sydney just break her ankle and we are deep in the wilderness yeah. and are going to have to get, like, airlifted out of here? So I, like, took off my backpack, took off her backpack, was trying to, like, roll her over and be like, it's okay, like, everything's fine, just catch your breath. But I was, like, freaking out. I was like, this is really bad. But it turned out it was just a rolled ankle, nothing broken. Um, so we took a beat, we, like, ate a little food. Um, like got her back up and then we proceeded very slowly, but like that was terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you don't know what you're going to do at that point. Yeah, but it was okay. We made it to the campsite and then this campsite. So the first campsite was like black sand beach and like some cool, weird little like greenery growing around. Um, but we kind of like round a big cliff thing and then are able to see down to the ocean where our campsite for tonight is. And it's, like, palm trees, like, oasis-looking, 
and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy we made made this hike to get here. Yeah. And then we're getting up to it, and it's like white sand beaches, like oh, coral man. sand. And then uh, we went to the water pump to fill up our our water jugs and ran into another couple there. And they apparently have been going there for like 20 years. Like yeah. they, that's a second home to them. Yeah. They were telling us all these secret little things about it. Um, they told us there's like a volcanic crack somewhere if you go like off the beach in the right direction and it's full of fresh water. So you like climb down into this crack and then swim in this little freshwater pool. And I was like, this is Hawaii. I was like, this is amazing. This is so cool. I'm so happy we came here. So then we we got there basically late and then woke up and just stayed there the whole next day. And then I think we stayed there the next half day after we stayed there the rest of the time. Yeah. And it was just so cool. It was like, yeah, hidden oasis, campground, paradise kind That's of really thing. Cool. Yeah, so we gave Sydney time to uh, recover, heal her ankle, and yeah, heal her spirits and stuff. So, all right, well, that was a half hour for me. I still have a lot more honeymoon stuff to talk about, but really? I guess we can get to that at a later date. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. But I mean, dude, we just had to get back on the horse. I'm doing the same process with running right now. But uh, yeah. it's, it's tough getting back on the horse. Yeah, because I guess closing note for me as far as podcasting and time in life is we are, we're trying really hard to get our van done by the end of the year. Yeah. So we can start our van life excursions. And once we move into the van, we're going to rent out our house and stuff. But then I my outage schedule changed, so I have to travel out a little earlier now. So it was like big crunch time to get the van done. And yeah. basically it's like looking like it's not going to get done. So our whole <laughs> life has been wake up, work on the van all day, and then once it gets too dark to work on the van, Sydney will still, like, paint in the van or do, like, other smaller things in the van, and then I come inside and just do my actual job, like, work work, like, preparing for outages and stuff. So it's been, like, a heavy grind and, like, super stressful, and I've just, I've really, like, not been in a good place the past week or so. Yeah. So it was like week of grind, driftwood, and then it, now this has been another week of grind, and now we're going to go see Sydney's family, and then we'll have a few days when we get back, but I'm just like, yeah. Make it stop. I feel I feel very overwhelmed, and I have not been in a good place, but we're getting through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry you're in that place, man. I, that's precisely mm-hmm. where I was at for a while, and I just yeah. I, I wouldn't wish it upon anyone, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. So even at the driftwood, it's like I was having a great time, You're but like, then oh. I would have flashes. I would have flashes of like I should be working on the van right now. Yeah. Like we should have not come to the driftwood. Ooh. But, but yeah, we're working through it. Yeah, we I mean, all go through it from time to time. This too shall pass. I'm sorry. Sorry, you're in the in the cut right now, man. But mm-hmm. I'll let you. Uh, that's why I was. I don't. I wanted to mention this at one point, but it's like. We started recording at like seven twenty a.m. after my mm-hmm. birthday festivities last night. So like, I'm I'm also not in a good place right now. If it makes you feel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, nothing uh, a four hour drive won't fix. Yeah, but um, hey man, I uh, wish you the best. I hope hopefully we'll. But why why did we need to record at seven a.m. <laughs> Just working on the van. Yeah, I want. I don't want to waste daylight. Yeah, fair. All right. Well, I'll let you get back. But then to also it. yesterday, oh. also yesterday, and now today, it's been like raining, oh, <laughs> so geez. can't really work on the van. So that's just infuriating. Yeah. Well, I'll We're let you get back to it, it, my man. 
All right. I am happy we took the time to record. Talking to you always makes me feel better and yeah. just kind of getting these updates in. Yeah, me too. Nice. Do you want to read our emails? Not no? really. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll save them for later. I think they're a timeless yeah. classic. Right. Yeah. They're pretty timeless emails. And yeah, I do want to yep. get to the other things I have to get to today. All right. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll let you do that. Um, you can email the podcast, like we just mentioned, at uh, weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us, weeklywilsonpod on Twitter, or check out our Instagram, weeklywilsonpod on Instagram. Um, but thanks for uh, bearing with us. You know, Brian and I have really been going through some turbulent times recently, but uh, we're glad to be back making the pod. I've missed it. I had, I forgot to tell you like one last note. Um, I think I, I did tell you, I called you at one point during your honeymoon and I was just like, dude, I really miss like podcasting. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I, I, I really missed you during that time because I went from seeing you a lot over the wedding. I went from podcast every week to seeing you over the wedding and then nothing for honeymoon. Radio silence. Yeah, and I was like, well, dang. And I, at one point, had a dream where you called me, and you were just like, Jay, are we going to record? And I said, I thought you were on your honeymoon. You said, dude, no, we got to record. And I was just like, <gasps> and then I woke up, and I was oh, like, man. oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Sydney and I did also record um, the recaps of our honeymoon. We recorded one halfway through and then one right at the end, so... Yeah. All of that is captured in very excruciating detail also <laughs> nice, that nice. will be posted someday. Yeah, but anyhow, um, until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name's Jay Wilson, his name's Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We say till the end. If we say until the end of next week, and unless otherwise noted, and we go multiple weeks for the past five weeks, dude, we've been in the ether. Nobody knows. I guess unless someone know, uh, but is that what the unless otherwise noted part is for? Then maybe. And unless otherwise noted, I should say or. Are we discovering something?